Anchor, you better behave. Hi, you guys. I'm going to be recording two episodes today, and I'm going to be working, and I'm going to be doing homework, but um, enough of my rambling. I wanted to uh, tell you where we stand on the trust fund. And my decision about pursuing my um, creative writing degree. And, okay, so we stand on my $2.4 million trust fund, I believe, um, like this. Okay, the trust takes over my house, which is fine. And my, that's my estate. That is fine. But the problem is you can't buy food. You can't buy, um, you can't buy food. You can't buy something else. And I forget what that something else is. I know food is number one, and I think you can't buy... Appliance. I'm about to say appliances, but I know that's not right. Anyway, I know that you can't buy food. So I'm thinking, okay, okay I understand where the trust is coming from. Now, granted, this trust is in the Bahamas. And so I am thinking, okay. This is interesting because they're sending an attack saving country and um, they could take my trust and spend it in two seconds flat. So, yeah. So, yes, I would prefer it to be not so out there in the Bahamas wise, but that's okay. Um... If anything were to happen, I I have a network that would stand behind me and get the money back and all that. So, the trust is going to be like this. So, you can't buy food. And as soon as I remember the other thing, you can't buy. I'll tell you guys. <laughs> <coughs> Jeez, I apologize for the coughing attack. Um, but on Monday, I have a, what they call, a court visitor coming to this house to see this house to see and, of course, ask me and my dad, who's the executor, a ton of questions. I know, a ton of questions because I've been questioned before I was um questioned be for um on social security stuff and was setting up a special needs trust because I have cerebral palsy. I get to do that. I get to do that and keep my 
Now, one of the things with the special needs trust is you get to keep Medicaid. Yippee skippy. So, I am still in the system even though I have a trust. And the reason why, there's a reasoning behind my dad's theory to set up a special needs trust and more paperwork and all that good stuff. I have yet to sign anything for the special needs trust, but I'm sure that's going to change on Monday. I'm sure they're going to um, hand me documents because you got to remember, in my life, I have not given anyone power of attorney, not given anyone anything. So when it comes to my signature, my signature is my signature. So no one, even if it's a bank account, no one can sign for me as my power of as my power of attorney. So yeah, my signature is my signature. And knowing what's happening on Monday um, they're going to ask me a bunch of paperwork and ask me a bunch of questions, which is fine. I'll just put my journalism hat on and go through this. I'll be really poised. I will get sleep on Sunday night so my tone won't be that high. I will just treat this as a podcast interview except in person. And I have thought about um, how I'm going to do this, and that's my answer. I will treat this as a podcast interview, except I don't have a microphone. I don't have my microphone in front of me, and this is off the record. So I will let you guys know how that goes, and... It should go fine because um, I do my taxes every single year. I work, and if they need to call my, if the court executor um, needs to call my employer and do all that to see if I um, work enough hours and do all that, I um, my employer's really really open and really, really respectful of my disability. I am in the lucky stick on that one because my previous employer, no, she wouldn't do anything. So um, if they if they need to call my employer, which I don't see happening, my employer is really, really open about saying, yes, we have a disabled person working for us, and yes, her name is Wynn, and this is how much she makes, and no, and I know how much I make, because I was, I'm concerned about Medicaid. So, with this special needs trust, my um, income will still be my income, and then I have to buy food. I have to pay for stuff. So with my books and with my um, 
coaching and with my day job, um, it's going to be fine. But because I see this is why I'm making so many decisions right now before we get to trust because um, with my when I found out about this trust when I was 17 um, and I'm 31 now so this was in the 90s that we we sold Atlantic. Atlantic, by the way, was our power company that we started in the 60s. Ca- Caterpillar, um, we own Caterpillar, ca- ugh, Caterpillar tractor franchises, both in the Bahamas and in the, um, in Canada. So, all four brothers in my mom's family went into caterpillars and construction and then once my grandfather died my uh, uncle took that company over until 1998. I mean he didn't sell it until 1998. That's what I figured out. So I watched this trust go on in person, and I, me being a nosy journalist that I am, I heard them talking, and um, I think they were doing my mother's will at the time, and I heard them talking, and I heard um, the word trust. It wasn't supposed to be my trust, it was supposed to be my mother's trust, but when my mom died, um, who's the lucky one that gets half her, half her trust? No, the reason why I say half is because we're splitting it between four women. <coughs> and, um, <coughs> and also, I have an interesting family dynamic having to do with this trust, which on. I'll get to um maybe after Thanksgiving what um the interesting family dynamic and if I don't get my trust fund out of the someone in my family is going to take it as their own. And that's my biggest fear that She's going to take, she is a woman, and she is my aunt, and she suffers from drug addiction and alcoholism. So we have that family dynamic, and so, yeah, and this is my godmother, by the way, and and so I'm afraid that my godmother would um, take my mom's because she's 10 years younger than my mom. I have an 18, 18-year-old cousin. 18. And the rest of us all in our 30s. 18-year-old cousin, and, um, 
And people don't believe in that when I say that, but Marianne had him at Alder 8. And so she just turned 50 when my mom was in her 60s. And even though my mom died when she was 59, Marianne was still young. So, yeah. I have a interesting family dynamic. It's her trust, too, but I am so fearful that either the trust fund company is going to do something with my trust that I don't want, or she's going to take it. She's going to take it. So when it comes to America, I'm when it comes to be in March of eight, March or April of two thousand nineteen, I'm gonna make sure every little um, penny of it is there because my two biggest fears are she's gonna take my mother's trust, which um, my mother has donated money in the past and people haven't paid it back and so that's another whole story in itself and so um i'm afraid that the trust fund um and i know what i'm saying is being recorded i know i'm saying this being recorded so don't think i'm telling you all this just to get it off my chest, but I know what I'm saying, and I know you guys have been following my journey, both on Axelwind and over here, which I'm thankful for. So I um, need to give you the more facts of my trust fund, and um, and so when I get the money, I'm going to make sure every little thing is accounted for, and I believe it's going into my bank account. You just can't can't buy food, or you can't buy something else, and it's big. But they will, um, I, I think you can't buy appliances. I'll Google it. What can't you buy with a special needs trust? You guys type in under Google. But I am really, really, really looking forward to Monday. So, this is why I went back to school in 2017. You probably think I'm nuts that Wynn went back to get her journalism degree. But I knew in my heart that this house was going to be bought by my trust, and that's fine, but I knew in my heart that I was going to have to make a life change after my mom died, because I couldn't do it on a teaching income. Most teachers can't. Disabled or not, we just get paid low, low on the low end of the stick for payment. 
and so we just get paid low. So that is why I'm so dang passionate about journalism, and if anything were to happen to my day job and one of my incomes goes walking out the door, I have a higher income now because I need it. I literally need it because I living up living in Aspen, Colorado is not cheap. And um and it's not cheap to function in Aspen, Colorado. I mean one compared to California. So I literally need a higher income. So that's why I made the decision to go back to school in 2017. Now, that being said, on my creative writing degree, yes, I haven't dropped out of Fulcer yet. University, which is in Florida. No, I haven't dropped out, but they are finding me on um, transfer credits which I knew it depended on the school, but a specialized degree, my God. So what I've asked them to do, and because I'm disabled and I don't feel like doing it, I've asked them to possibly get the um, transfers, transfer credits for me because my next program will do that. We'll do that for um, students disabled or not. And I'm like, okay, I have one program that will give me a computer, which is perfectly fine. And the computer I'll take, and the iPad I'll take. But um, getting transfer credits, it's just hell. Because you have to go through all these third-party services and... Um, when I went back to try and get my transfer credits from my community college, I called them and said, this is when, and I'm a former student, and can I please get my transcripts? So we'll see what transfer is. They're like, oh, we can't find you. And I'm like, come on, it's only been... It's only been since I got out of there in 2010. My God! Hello? You're not helping the cause. <coughs> and then, and then with Full Sail um, fighting me, it's not, um, I just was defeated yesterday. And plus, we all have colds in this house. So I'm like, I'm so done. I'm so done. But I haven't dropped down to full self. And if anyone's listening who went to full self university, please give me a call because I want to ask you a question. And yeah. So that's my story. And I'm sticking to it, and that's why um, I'm making so many changes, and this episode is going to be called So Many Changes, and it's going to be great.
in the long run, but um, I need to make these changes now, and I need to, um, the fact yesterday as I talked to a productivity coach who is a fan, I'm a fan of his, he's a fan of mine, and so I said to him, I need to be my own accountability buddy before I go out helping others, and I need to um get my act together here. See, I'm finally getting my act together, even though um, even though my mom forced me to go into education, and don't, don't, don't force your kids to go into education. Don't come from the philosophy of you got to be a teacher, you got to be a doctor, you got to be a lawyer. That is the worst philosophy ever. And I think all the immigrant parents are saying to their kids, my mom was an immigrant, by the way. She immigrated to the Bahamas from the Bahamas to here. And so I think all these immigrant parents are, um, at least the ones I've talked to, are saying to their kids, you got to live the American dream. And my mom said the exact same, same thing to me. And I just discovered that the other day. I'm like, yeah, we'll call it great. College, great, paying for college, perfectly fine. But don't send, if your kids want to go to, um, let's use creative writing for example, if your kids want to get your, their MFA, let them. My mom didn't let me, so that's why I kind of revolted the day she died. And I'm, yeah. Also, I was screaming, I want my mom back, and my aunt, who was in the room, goes, when she's gone, you can't get her back. And so, yeah, that's why I I turned to remember what's cause here, because um, I'm like, well, since my mommy's gone, and since I have, I now have her trust fund, um, I can't live on my own with CP with this low-paying job. Thank you very much, Mom. So I, I turned around and looked at her and used the F word, F U, and um, not F Y U, F U, and you can figure out the rest of that word, and. I rolled away, and it's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go get a higher income, no matter how hard I try. And so, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll also do a solo episode on Ask When, so you guys can hear that one either or, and I haven't done the episode why the education system is so screwed up, so I'm going to do that one on Ask When, 
And yeah. But yeah, so that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and I'm hopefully going to <sighs> receive a call today from believe it or not my fifth grade teacher. Yes, I sent my fifth grade teacher. Yes, he's still around. He's still teaching just in a different capacity. And I think I I think I scared him half to death the other day when I left him a message and I said, You may not recognize this voice but um this is when and my voice is pretty distinct, and he knows I have CP. I mean, he taught me English and was one of the ones that was fairly inspirational and uh, <coughs> um, got me into the English side of career, and uh, I wish I could say that my student teaching, um, actually, uh, I lied. I didn't have student teaching. I, I got stolen right into the workforce. I wish I could say that my student teaching was a little bit easier, but journalism, I'm finding this a hell of a lot easier than teaching. Slash, it's a remote. Uh, coding to my dad. He goes, Lynn, I love you because you can do remote work now with this journalism degree and this creative writing degree you can do practically from your laptop. You can type away and uh, um, sell your books and make your income that way. So he's really supportive and so I'm happy that he is. And so, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it, and I'm cutting this off right now, because it's 26 minutes long, and I don't want to bore you guys with the rest of it. So, please, please, please go over and listen to Ask When, and subscribe when every podcast player knowing man, every smart speaker knowing man, and... I'll catch you guys later. Bye, you guys.